Shalom to all. Today's daf is Psachim daf Ayin Beis, and we are starting at the top of the daf. Today's daf is sponsored by Esther Miriam Bas Yehudis Rivka. She should be zeicha to a shidduch b'karav and much hatzlacha with everything. Now today we're going to be focusing on the concept of Tabidvar Mitzvah, one that made a mistake with a mitzvah. Understood in its most basic form, this means that one made a mistake in regards to a mitzvah that he was attempting to perform and did something not allowed. Rabbi Lezner our Mishnah had said that one who's Tabidvar Mitzvah is Chayev, whereas Rabbi Shua was Mekel and said that Tabidvar Mitzvah is Pater. Now throughout the Shakal of Atari and the Gemara, in an attempt to understand our Mishnah, we're going to be defining different factors that come into play when trying to determine if a person could be considered to be Tabidvar Mitzvah or not. So let's have a quick recap of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is discussing a case where Erev Pesach fell out on Shabbos. And there is a heter to Shech the Karm Pesach on Shabbos. So the Mishnah told us that if one Shech the Karm Pesach, but had in mind a different carbon, Shinu Ishmai, let's say he Shech the Karm Pesach for Shlamim, then he's going to be Chayav Achatas for being over the Esr of Shechita on Shabbos. The next part of the Mishnah brought him a Chlaikis between Rabbi Lez and Rabbi Yeshua. Let's say one Shech a different carbon with the intent for it to be the Karm Pesach. If this animal couldn't possibly have been a Karm Pesach, for example, it's two years old, then everyone agrees that he's Chayav. However, if it could have been a Karm Pesach, such as it's a male lamb under one years old, Rabbi Lezer still says he's Chayav whereas Rabbi Shua argued and said he is potter because he's Tabidvar Mitzvah. And now the Gemara says, what are we talking about in our Mishnah? Elim, if you want to say Bataya, he made a mistake. He actually thought he was supposed to be shechting this other carbon. Shamas Minod, does that mean we can learn from here, Akira Bataos Hav Akira, that if he accidentally uprooted this carbon, it was a mistake. It was a Taos that's still considered an uprooting and therefore he would be Chayev. We know that this is a subject of Machlaikas in the Gemara and Zvachim. So how could we say that we have this from this Mishnah? We have a clarity on this subject. So obviously that's not what our Mishnah is talking about. We're talking about it was Iker. He didn't do it by mistake. He did it on purpose. He intentionally uprooted it and decided that this is not going to be a Karim Pesach. So the Gemara says, okay, Ema Seifa, what about the next part of the Mishnah? Ushar calls Bachim, all other Karbanas, Shishchatan Lashoma Pesach, that he shechted for the Karim Pesach. He took a Shlamim and shechted it for the Karim Pesach on Erev Pesach. Im in Ru'uyin, if it can't be a Karim Pesach, let's say it was a cow or it was two years old, Chayef, he would be Chayef. Im Ru'uyin, hein. however, if it was Ra'oy, it could have been a Karim Pesach. Rabbi Lazar Machayev Chatas, Rabbi Shua Paiter. Rabbi Lazar says he's still Chayev Chatas, whereas Rabbi Shua says he's because he's Mitzvah. Well, the Iba Iker, if we're talking about that he intentionally decided not to shecht it as the Shlamim and decided to shecht it as the Karim Pesach, Mali Ruin, Mali Shein Ruin, what does it make a difference if it's fit or if it's not fit to be the Karim Pesach? He should be Chayev. He intentionally did something he wasn't allowed to do. Alapshita, it must be Bataya. That we're talking about in the Seifa that he was Taya. He made a mistake. He thought this was a Karim Pesach. If so, Resha of Iker was Seifa Bataya. Does that mean that the Resha in the Mishnah is talking about it was Iker? He did it intentionally and the Seifa was talking about he did it unintentionally? That doesn't really make sense. You Usually the Rish and the Sefer and the Mishnah are consistent with each other. So Amr Avavan, he says, in, yes, Rish of Iker Vesefer Bataya, the Rish is talking about he was Iker intentionally, and the Sefer was talking about where he made a mistake. And Ashrei Rav Yitzchak Bar Rav Yosef, the Rabavo, Rav Yitzchak Bar Rav Yosef, founder of Avo, Davakai Ba'ochos Inchi, he was in a huge group of people. Amr Lay, he said to him, Masis and Mai, what's our Mishnah talking about? Amr Lay, he said, Rish of Iker Vesefer Bataya, the Rish is talking about it's Iker, and Sefa is Taya. And Tani Munair Abayin Zimnin, he learned this from him 40 times, meaning he chazered it 40 times. Like it was in his pocket, meaning this halacha was so clear, he had it as if he could take it right out of his pocket. So we have these two different concepts. One is Iker, he did it on purpose, intentionally, and Taya is he did it by mistake. If so, let's continue. Tanana or Mishnah had said, I'm Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer had told Rabbi Yeshua in an attempt to prove his shita. The carbon Pesach is mutter to shecht on Shabbos when you're shechting at Lashem the carbon Pesach. But when you change
change that to be a different carbon your chayev zvachim other carbonos shein asur and lishman you're not allowed to shechem lishman shabbos kishashin lishman when you did shino shmai in a din shechayev for sure you should be chayev you're not allowed to shechem carbon on shabbos even though you had intent for the carbon pesach but now we ask them isa if it's really true that the ratios talking about oiker and the sefer is talking about toya halidami the ratio and sefer are not comparable the ratio about oiker and sefer b'toya the ratio is talking about oiker and the sefer is talking about toya and he's trying to bring a raya from the ratio for his shita in the sefer so the gemara answers the rebbe lesel he doesn't make a difference between Iker and Taya, he says there's no heter of Tabit Var Mitzvah, so therefore you're going to be Chayav in both cases. So therefore he's able to bring a Raya from the Risha to the Seifa. The Gemara asked the Rabbi Yeshua, the Shanilei, according to Rabbi Yeshua, that there is a difference between Iker and Taya, so Lishni Lehachi. Why didn't Rabbi Yeshua just respond to Rabbi Lazar and say, look, I hold that there's a difference between Iker and Taya, and therefore I don't agree to your Kalvachimer? The Gemara answers, Hachi Kamerlei, this is actually what Rabbi Yeshua had responded to Rabbi Lazar in our Mishnah. Lidi, dear, according to me, Rabbi Yeshua, Loi Dami, there's no comparison because Risha Ba Iker the Rasha is talking about that he was Ikerit, Sefer was Taya. But even according to you, that there's no difference between Iker and Taya, nonetheless, there still is no comparison between the Rasha and the Sefer. Why is that? Because Im Amr Pesach, Shashina Shmai Ludavar Ha'asr, if you're going to say that a person's Chayef or Shachna the Karim Pesach and he was Mishana Shmai to something else that's Asr to Shachna and Shabbos, Tyra Bezvachim are still going to say the same thing, that a person is Chayef or Shachna a different carbon, Shashina Shmai Ludavar Ha'asr, that you had decided to Shach that carbon for something that's Mutter to Shach, you're allowed to Shach a carbon Pesach on Erev Pesach that falls out on Shabbos. So even though you shechted a different carbon with intent for it to be the carbon Pesach, nonetheless, you should still be Potter. And that's what Rabbi Shua had told Rabbi Eliezer. Lishi Tascha, your comparison doesn't make sense. And now we continue trying to understand the Shach of Atari in the Mishnah. Amr Rabbi Eliezer, so Rabbi Eliezer had told Rabbi Shua in the Mishnah, a carbon Tzibur will prove, Shehen Mutar Lishman, it's Mutar to shech the carbon Tzibur Lishma if you're doing it on Shabbos, Vashachit Lishman Chayv. But if you shech a different carbon with intent for it to be the carbon Tzibur, you're still Chayv. So we see that if you shecht a different carbon and you have intent for it to be a carbon that you're allowed to shecht today, you're still chayiv. So Amr Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua told him, lie. That's still not comparable. Because im Amr Beimurit Sibur, if you want to say that you're chayiv for shechting a different carbon with intent for it to be a carbon Sibur, shekein yeshlan kitzvah. Because there's a set amount of carbon Sibur's that are allowed to be brought on Shabbos. Time of Pesach, shein le kitzvah. But are you going to say about the carbon Pesach? There's no set amount. There's hundreds and thousands of psachim that are brought Erev Pesach. So it's very possible that he made a mistake and he wasn't so sure which one was the carbon Pesach, which one wasn't. And therefore, he would be putter for shechting a different carbon with intent for it to be a carbon pesach. Now the Gemara asks on this. Lememra, does that mean to say to chal hecha de isa kitzvah mechayv Rabbi Shua? The Rabbi Shua would be mechayv you, and he would not give the p'tur of tabed var mitzvah if something has a set amount. How could that be? Bari tenakis yeshlan kitzvah. We have children, and there's a set amount of them that need a bris milah. Utanan, we have a mishnah. And let's pay attention to this because this is going to take us all the way to Amid Beis. Mishayu lishnei tenakis. Someone has two children that need a bris milah. Echad mulei echad shabbos vechad mulei b'shabbos. One needs a bris milah on Sunday. One of them needs a bris on Shabbos. Vishachach and he made a mistake. Umal shall achar Shabbos b'Shabbos, and he gave the Sunday child a bris mila on Shabbos. Chayv, he's going to be chayv for that. Echol mula be'er Shabbos vechalon v'Shabbos. If one needs a bris mila on Friday and the other one needs a bris mila on Shabbos, vishachach umal shall erev Shabbos b'Shabbos. He accidentally gave the Friday child a bris mila on Shabbos. Rabbi Lezer mechayv chatas. Rabbi Shua pater. Rabbi Lezer says he's chayv chatas. Rabbi Shua says he's pater. So we see that even though this is a davar sheyesh like kitzvah, there's only one child that needs a bris mila on Shabbos. Nonetheless, we still apply the p'tur of tov dvar mitzvah over here, even when it's davar sheyesh like kitzvah. So Amr Avami, he answers, Hachamayskin, what are we talking about in the case of the bris milah? He gave the Friday 
child a bris milah on Shabbos first, before the Shabbos child got his bris milah. He's tarred. He's occupied with giving the Shabbos child a bris milah, and therefore he's going to be putter because he's tarred with something that he's allowed to be doing. But Hach, over here in our Mishnah, we're talking about the case, the carbon seabor is shechted first, and then there's no business to be shechted in the carbon seabor anymore. And then therefore, this Kayin that took a different carbon and he shechted it with intent for it to be the carbon seabor, that's why he's going to be chayv, because there's no mitzvah to be shechted in the carbon seabor, and therefore we can't say tabedvar mitzvah. The Gemara asks, if so, that's how we're going to explain our Mishnah. Rameir, I mean, Rameir had said in our Mishnah, even if someone shechts a different carbon with intent for it to be a carbon seabor, he's going to be putter. So now we ask, does that mean even if the carbon seabor is already shechted and here he's shechting a different carbon with intent for it to be the carbon seabor? How could that be? He's not considered tarred with the mitzvah right now, so we can't consider him tabidvar mitzvah. He teaches us the following. Amrab Meir Rab Meir says, Rabbi Lezim Rabbi Shua do not argue about the following case. He had two children, one to give a bris to on Friday, one that needs a bris on Shabbos. He accidentally gave the Friday child a bris on Shabbos. He's going to be chayiv for that. I will explain this in a moment. What do they argue about? He had two children. One to give a bris milah to on Sunday, and one that needed a bris milah on Shabbos. And he gave the Sunday child a bris on Shabbos. He's not top of the bar mitzvah. He's considered top of the bar mitzvah. Now, in this case that we just mentioned, where he gave the Sunday child a bris on Shabbos, since he's tarud, he's occupied with giving the Shabbos baby a bris, and he accidentally gave the Sunday baby a bris, he's still considered Torah mitzvah because he's Torah with the Shabbos baby. However, in the Havamina, in the first case, when the Friday baby was given a bris on Shabbos, the reason why Rav Meir says that everyone agrees that he's Chayev is because he actually thought that the Friday baby should be given a bris on Shabbos, and he already gave the Shabbos baby a bris. His reason for giving the Friday baby a bris isn't because he's Torah mitzvah, he has no reason to be occupied to be Torah with Mila right now, and therefore he's Chayev. So we see there Rav Meir holds that if you have no reason to be Torah in this mitzvah, you cannot be potter because of Ta'abidvar mitzvah. Back to our Mishnah, when the carbon seabor is brought already, and there is therefore no reason to be tarred with the carbon seabor anymore, how can Rav Meir in the Mishnah say that he's potter when he shechs a different carbon with intent for it to be a carbon seabor? But instead of answering this question, the Gemara asks a different question. The Gemara is going to ask on our understanding of this b'risa. Vitizbra, does it make sense to understand the b'risa like we just understood it? Mahasam, just like over there, in the case where he gave the Sunday child a bris on Shabbos. Deloy oven mitzvah, he didn't do any sort of mitzvah. The Sunday child is on a seventh day. He's not supposed to have a bris meal today. Pater Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua still says he's Pater because of Tabad Var Mitzvah. Hecha the Ka'avan Mitzvah. In a case where he did a mitzvah, in the Reisha, he gave the Friday child a bris on Shabbos. He still did a mitzvah. It wasn't Daicha Shabbos, but he still did a mitzvah. Mechaev, you're going to say that he's Chaev. So our whole understanding of this Brisa doesn't make any sense. So Ahmed Be'er Yanei gives a different answer. Reisha, the Reisha of this Brisa is Kigancha Kadimumal Shabbos Be'erev Shabbos. He actually gave the Shabbos child a bris on Friday by accident. Now, there's no reason to be Daicha Shabbos on Shabbos to give any child a bris. The Friday child still needs a bris. However, there's no reason to be Daicha Shabbos for the Friday child, and there's no reason to be Daicha Shabbos for the Shabbos child because he had his bris accidentally on Friday. The Seifa, but the Seifa, which was talking about the Sunday child, had a bris on Shabbos. Nitna Shabbos Litchais Etzloi. Shabbos was Nitna Litchais. We were allowed to push off Shabbos for him. That's because the Shabbos child still needed a bris. So even though you didn't accomplish a mitzvah by giving the Sunday child a bris on Shabbos, nonetheless, you were allowed to be involved 
involved in bris on Shabbos, so that's why you're going to be putter in the seifa. Hacha, and over here in our Mishnah, hari nitno Shabbos litchais, it's a carbon tzibur. Shabbos as a whole is nitno litchais, you're allowed to bring a carbon tzibur on Shabbos, and therefore, even though the carbon tzibur is brought already, nonetheless, a carbon tzibur is allowed to be brought on Shabbos, so therefore, this person is not going to be chayv for shechting this other carbon with intent for the carbon tzibur, even though the carbon tzibur is brought already. So to hear also in the case of the bris, Shabbos as a whole is allowed to be pushed off for children that need a bris on Shabbos. So why is it that this person is going to be chayv for giving the Friday child a bris on Shabbos as a whole? Children are allowed to be given a bris milah on Shabbos. So Amalei of Kahana responded, This person doesn't have the heter to do any sort of bris milah on Shabbos because he has no children to give bris milah to on Shabbos. Whereas a whole, carbon seber is allowed to be brought on Shabbos and therefore it's considered nitno litchais and that's why even though the carbon seber was brought already, if this person shechted a different carbon with intent for it to be a carbon seber, Rav Meir would say that he's taught with our mitzvah and he's going to be putter. And on to the Sefer the Mishnah where he had said, Ushar calls Vachim all other karbanos, Shishchaton Lashem Pesach, he had shechted it with intent to be a carbon Pesach. If they're not right, they can't be a carbon Pesach, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. Vim Ruin, however, if this animal could have been a carbon Pesach, Rabbi Lazar Machayv Chatos, Rabbi Lazar still says that he's Chayv Chatos, no Tabit Varmitzvah, Rabbi Shua Paiter, Rabbi Shua says he's Pater because he's Tabit Varmitzvah. Now the Gemara asks, Mantano, who's the Tano, the Shani lay that he differentiates, Ben Ruin, Lashain Ruin, whether this animal is Roy or not Roy to be a carbon Pesach? Rabbi Shimon, he's Rabbi Shimon, Titan, you have a Brysa, whether this carbon is fit or not fit to be a carbon Pesach, even someone that shechts a different carbon and he has intent for it to be a carbon Tzibor, Pater, he's Pater, Divra Mer, that's Rav Mer's opinion, because it's Tav Dvar Mitzvah. I'm Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, do not argue. They both agree, if this carbon is not fit to be a carbon Pesach, Shechayv is going to be Chayv. What do they argue about? If it's fit to be a carbon Pesach, Rav Shimon says, it's Tav it could have been a carbon Pesach, so therefore he's Pater. And now Amr Vibi, Amr Rabbi Lazar. Pater Hayy Rav Meir. Rav Meir would Pater. Afilu Egel Shazil Cheshlamim. Even a calf that's supposed to be a Shlamim. It's a calf. It's a cow. Sheshachal Shema Pesach. He shechted it for a carbon Pesach. He's still going to be Pater because of Tav Dvar Mitzvah. Amr Rav Zeir Rav Bibi. Rav Zeir asked Rav Bibi. Vahamar Biyechen. Rav Biyechen had said, Ma'ida Hayy Rav Meir Bali Mumin. Rav Meir agrees that if he took a carbon, he took an animal that was a Bali Mumin, he shechted it for the carbon Pesach, that he's going to be Chayv. That's not considered Tav Dvar Mitzvah. So why is it that if he shechted a calf with intention that it should be the carbon Pesach, he's going to be putter. A calf can't possibly be a carbon Pesach. It has to be a lamb and not a calf. So Amalei or Vibi answered him, A person is never going to be tarred with shechting a balmum. He can't bring a balmum as a carbon. But this, he was tarred, he's occupied with shechting it as a shlamim, and he accidentally shechted it as a carbon Pesach. So even though it can't be a carbon Pesach, since he's tarred, he's occupied in doing a mitzvah with this calf, he's going to be putter. And now we continue, Shittas of Meir. He took an animal that was chulin. It wasn't Kaddish at all. And he shechted with intention for it to be a Karim Pesach. Again, we're talking about Shechting an Erev Pesach on Shabbos. Mali Amr Rav Meir. What would Rav Meir say in that case? Amr Leis Rav Nachman responded, Paiter Hayy Rav Meir. Rav Meir would Pater in that case. Afilu Chulun L'Shem Pesach. Even though this animal's Chulun, he Shechted it to be a Karim Pesach. He's going to be Pater. But now Rav asks, Rav Meir Rav Meir had said, Mali Hayy Rav Meir. Rav Meir agrees with Bali Mumin that if he Shechts a Bal Mum, that he's going to be Chayev, even though he's Shechting it with intention for it to be a Karim Pesach. So Rav Nachman answered him, Bali Mumin Loi Mechlefi. A Bal Mum, an animal which has a Mum in it, that you're not going to make a mistake and exchange it and think it's the Karim Pesach. It's a Bal Mum. It can't be a carbon at all. Hani, but an animal that's chul and michlafi, you could make a mistake and accidentally bring it as a carbon Pesach. Unless you have very special holy eyes, you can't tell if this animal is chulin or if it's a carbon Pesach. And since it was something that could have been a carbon Pesach, so since it was michlaf, you could make a mistake, therefore you're going to be putter, it's Tabad Var Mitzvah. But now we ask, is of Meir's reasoning for applying Tabad Var Mitzvah really because it could be exchanged or can't be exchanged, whether or not it makes sense that you're going to make a mistake with this case? Vamra Bibi, Amra Belazar, he had told us, Paiter Hariah Meir, Rameir Paters, Afilu Ekel Shazif. 
Rivchei Shlamim, even a Shlamim that is a calf, Sheshachtu Lashem HaPesach, that you shechted for the Karim Pesach, Alma we see, Talmud Rav Meir Mishuv the Tarid, the Rav Meir's reasoning is because you're Tarid, you're occupied with a mitzvah, and there's no Echlufe over there, you can't possibly think that this calf is going to be a Karim Pesach. A Karim Pesach can't be a calf. So what's his Svara? So Amr he answered, Tarid, if you're occupied with a mitzvah, you're occupied with bringing a Karim Shlamim, Afagav Deloy Mechlef, even though this animal can't possibly be a Karim Pesach, it doesn't make a difference, you're still considered Tabid Var Mitzvah. Mechlef, or if it's something that could accidentally be exchanged for a Karim Pesach, let's say it's the type that could be a Karim Pesach, but it's Chulin, it's not Kadesh, Afagav Deloy Tarid, even though you're not Tarid, you're not actually involved in a mitzvah. Lafuki Balamumin, this excludes the case of an animal which is a Balamum, Deloy Chulfe Mechlef, you're never going to think that this animal should have been the Karim Pesach, because it's a Balamum, Mitra Tarid, and you're never going to be occupied with shechting this animal because it's a Balmum. So, in summary of Tabad Var Mitzvah, Rabbi Lazar does not potter for Tabad Var Mitzvah. Rabbi Yeshua will potter because of Tabad Var Mitzvah, but only if you A, accomplish a mitzvah in the process, such as you gave a baby a bris, and B, you were allowed to be occupied with what you were doing, and C, the mistake was reasonable. But for example, a calf that was being brought as a Karim Pesach, that's not a reasonable mistake, so therefore you're going to be high for that, that's not considered Tabad Var Mitzvah. Whereas Rav Meir is the most makel, and he says that even if you didn't perform a mitzvah at the end of the day. He does agree, though, that you have to have a reasonable excuse for doing what you did. Either you're tarred in a different mitzvah, or it's logical to have made this mistake. But for example, if he shechted a bal mum as a carbon pesach, and no carbon is ever allowed to be a bal mum, or if he gave the Shabbos baby a bris on Friday, and now he gave the Friday baby a bris on Shabbos, he would be chayv, because he has no business bringing a bal mum or doing any sort of bris this Shabbos. And continuing with Tabit Bar Mitzvah. Yas Reb Zeir Reb Shmuel Bar Reb Yitzchak Akilad Reb Shmuel Bar Reb Yitzchak Reb Zeir and Reb Shmuel Bar Reb Yitzchak were sitting on the porch of Reb Shmuel Bar Reb Yitzchak. The Yasvi Ka'amri they were sitting and saying Amar Shem and Lakish that Rish Lakish said Nischafla Shpud Shal Nicer Shpud Shal Tzli. He had a spit that had nicer meat on it. It's usher to eat that, and it got mixed up with a Shpud of Tzli of roasted Kadshim meat, which is a mitzvah to eat. The Achlu and he ate the Shpud of Nicer. Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. It's not considered Tabit Bar Mitzvah. Reb Yechon Amar and Reb Yechon told Rish Lakish Ishtei Nida Bal if he was Bal his wife he was a Nida Chayv he's going to be Chayv for that. Yevimtai Nidabal, if he was bail his Yavama, which is his deceased brother's wife, he's marrying her, there's a mitzvah of Yibam. If he was bail her as a Nida, Pater, he's going to be Pater. So now we have to analyze this discussion over here. Is Rabbi Yechon arguing with Rish Lakish, or is he agreeing with him? Igdamri, some say, Kol The Rabbi Yechon for sure would agree to Rish Lakish's case of accidentally eating nicer instead of eating the roasted kachim meat. The last mitzvah, he didn't do a mitzvah. From the fact that Rabbi Yechon said that if he was bail his wife, he was a Nida, and there's no mitzvah in there, he's going to be Chayev. So too, if he ate a spit of nicer by Accident, so then he's also going to be chayv in that case. Is Dami some say by he potter? Then in the case of nicer, Rabbi Yechon would actually potter you. So my time, what's the difference? Hasam who the havalele In the case where he's bail his wife is a nida, he should have asked her whether or not she was a nida. Avalhacham. In the case of eating nicer, do I have a He has no one to ask. No one over here knew whether or not it was nicer or kachim loy. So then he's not going to be chayv. But now we ask in Rabbi Yechon. Rabbi Yechon, according to him, what's the difference that he's not chayv for being bail his yivama who's a nida because he's tabed var mitzvah because he did a mitzvah of marrying his yivama? Ishtainami, his wife also, Ka'avin Mitzvah, he's doing a mitzvah with her of Puravu. The Gemara answers, Be'ishtaymu'ubaris. She's pregnant, so there's no mitzvah of Puravu. Aye, we ask about Ekasimchas Aina. It's the proper time he's supposed to be with her, so he has a mitzvah of that. We say, Shalaybishas It wasn't the time of her Aina, and therefore there was no mitzvah. But Valmarava, Rava says, Chayv Adam Samech Ishtaybidvar Mitzvah. A person has a Chiv to Misamech, his wife, with a Dvar Mitzvah, meaning he has a Chiv to be with his wife, even if it's Shalaybishas Ainasa. So the Gemara answers, Samech Lavesta. It's right around the time of her period, so there's no mitzvah to be with her. The Gemara says, 
so, even in Zivama also, if it's around the time of her period, so there's no mitzvah to be with her, so we can't say it's Tabit Var Mitzvah. So the Gemara answer is, his Yavama, he's embarrassed of her, he's ashamed, he doesn't really know who she is, this is the first time they're together, so he's embarrassed to ask her whether or not it's the time of her Vesas. But his wife, he's not embarrassed, so therefore he has a Chiv to ask his wife whether or not it's around the time of her vest, is it Otzer or Mutter to be with her, and therefore there's no Mitzvah to be with her at this time, and that's why he's not Potter of Tabdvar Mitzvah being with his wife, but he is with his Yavama. Now the Gemara asks Rabbi Yechon and who does Rabbi Yechon hold like by saying that he's Potter even though he was with his Yavama, who's Anida, he's still Potter because of Tabdvar Mitzvah. Elim Rabbi Yesi, if you want to say holds like Rabbi Yesi, then now we have Mesh, Rabbi Yesi Yemer, he says, Yantav Rishon Shachag, Shachal Yes Bishabbos, if it's the first day of Sukkot and it falls on a Shabbos, Bishachach, and this person forgot, Vahait Yes Alul Rishusarabim, he took his Lul of Out Rishusarabim, Potter, he's Potter even though he carried four arms in the Rishusarabim. Why? Because he took it out because the first day of Sukkot, you're supposed to shake Lulav, you're just not allowed to bring it out to the Shusarabim. So maybe it's because of that he's Tabad Var Mitzvah. So the Gemara answers Shani Hazim. That case of shaking Lulav on the first day of Yantav is different. Dismane Bahul, because the time that he has to shake the Lulav is Bahul. It's very limited. Bahul means that he's in a tizzy, he's in a hurry, he doesn't really know what to do, and therefore he's Potter for that. Rash explains that we're talking at the time of the base of Mekdash, where there's a Chi of the Iraisa to shake Lulav only on the first day of Sukkot, and therefore this time is very limited. So he's Bahul. He's in a confusion, he's in a hurry, and that's why he's Potter for Tabad Var Mitzvah. But that has nothing to do with Yavama. Yavama, there's no Zmane Bahol. He's able to be bail her tomorrow or the next day afterwards, so there's no rush. So the Gemara suggests of El Rabbi Shua Dizvachim. We're talking about Rabbi Shua of Zvachim, meaning you were supposed to bring a different carbon and you shechted it with intent for it to be the Karim Pesach, so you're putter over there because of Tadvar Mitzvah. The Gemara says, not a riot. Perhaps over there it's different because Zmane Bahol. You have only one day to bring the Karim Pesach, so therefore there's no riot that Tadvar Mitzvah in that case is putter. So the Gemara suggests of El Rabbi Shua It's like the Rabbi Shua of giving a child a bris mila. He gave the Sunday child a bris mila on Shabbos, and he's going to be putter in that case. The Gemara says, Hasam Nami, Zmane Bahol. Over there also, Zmane Bahol, he only has one day, the eighth day is on Shabbos, so therefore, he's putter because of Tadmar Mitzvah. But again, that has nothing to do with Yavama, that he has ample time to be Baal Yavama, and he can determine whether or not she's a Nida. So the Gemara suggests, El Krebishu the Truma. It's Rabbi Shua of Truma. Did not we have a Mishnah? A person's eating Truma, he's a Kayan. Vinaydishu ben Grusha ben Chalutza. It turns out that his mother was divorced, or she was a Chalutza, and therefore he's a Chalal, and he's not allowed to eat Truma. Rabbi says he has to pay a Karen Rechaimish because he wasn't allowed to eat this Truma. Rabbi Shua Paiter. Rabbi Shua says he's Potter because he's Tabit Var Mitzvah. The Gemara answers that's not a riot. Maybe that's like a Rabbi Barabai. The Amar of Barabai, he says, but Truma by Erev Pesach, we're talking about eating Chametz Truma on Erev Pesach, this Manabal. He has a very limited amount of time to eat this Truma, so therefore it's Manabal, and we can't bring a riot from this case to the case of Yuvama. The Gemara continues, Inami, or alternatively, we could say, Shani Truma, the case of Truma is different to Ikri Avaida. It's called Avaida. And the Torah allows a Chalal to do Avaid in the base of Mikdash if he did it accidentally not knowing that he's a Chalal. So therefore, if a Kayin who's a Chalal eats Truma and he didn't realize it, since Truma is called Avaida, he's going to be Potter in that case. Did not we have a Mishnah? Of a person standing, he's bringing Karbanis, he's a Kayin, turns out he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, he's a Chalal, and he's not allowed to do Avaida. Every Karban that he brought on the Zbech is Pasal retroactively. Rabbi Shua Machri, Rabbi Shua says, Kasher. Ramrina, we say, My time is Rabbi Shua. What's Rabbi Shua's reasoning? If it says in the Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Cheloi, blessed are his belongings, Hashem, Upayal Yadav Tirtzeh, and the deeds of his hands, 
he should accept. And what are we dashing over here? Bar Hashem Chelai. Chelai is a Lashon of Chalal. Upayal Yad of Tirzah, the deeds of his hands, meaning Avaida is going to be accepted. So even if a Chalal does Avaida, nonetheless, his Avaida is accepted as long as he did it by mistake. He didn't realize that he was a Chalal. But now we ask a Truma Hecha Ikri Avaida. Where do we see that Truma is called Avaida? The time you have a Brisa. Master of Tarfin, there's a story of Tarfin. Shleiba Emerson Beis Medjash. One evening he didn't come to the Beis Medjash. Lashachar in the morning, Mitzvah Ayram and Gamliel. Ram Gamliel found him. Amrlai, he said to him, Why do you come to the Beis Medjash last night? Amrlai, he said, I was doing Avaida. Amalei said to him, Everything you're saying right now, they're just very surprising. I don't know what you're talking about. Where do we have Avaida nowadays? We don't have a base of Mikdash. So, what does that mean you were doing Avaida last night? Amalei said, Retire from the response to him. Hare Oimer says in the Pasuk, I am giving a lot of on the top. Avaida's matana etenis kunaschem, the Avaida of matanis, I have given your kahuna. Vahazar hakarev yumas. And the Zar, a non coin that comes close, he does the Avaida, he should die. And what do we learn from here? Asu achilas chuma. This Pasuk equates eating truma outside the base of Mikdash like regular Avaida in the base of Mikdash. Because this Pasuk doesn't say Avaida etenis kunaschem, it says Avaidas matana. So we're talking about even the matanis kahuna, even eating truma is considered Avaida. And that's where we see that eating truma is considered Avaida. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.